0: Show.
1: Tonight on Whiting Wongs The exciting conclusion to racism in America <laughs> Just kidding, we've solved nothing Whiting Wongs is
0: easy When you have friends That sounded racist This song should
1: end okay. All right Welcome back, race fans. You know what's funny is somebody questioned why it's race fans, and I, before that ever happened, I was going to ask on this episode, when did we decide that our... It
0: was while we were recording promos. I just came up with it. I loved it. (laughs) But...
1: It just be You just said it, and it became like how we addressed the fans of this podcast, but it kind of, I don't know what it means. I,
0: I love it. Well, we have yet to name our, you know, My Favorite yeah. Murder, their Murderinos, um, Deadheads, or, de- I mean, we don't know what we call fans of this podcast. We, we got to wait like a couple months before we go on our tour.
1: Yeah, but when I saw, the moment I saw somebody question, I was like, oh, well, then Dan's never going to want to change it then.
0: No, and I'm not going to call our audience race fan. I just think it's, fun. it's race fans. <laughs> It's, it's funny because it's like celebratory. <laughs> That's true. We do
1: celebrate race.
0: Race. Yeah. Race is
1: not a dirty thing. It's not a bad word. I mean,
0: yeah. You, oh, fuck it. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. All right. So tonight we're gonna we have we have we have talking points.
1: Yes. First of all, I'm Jessica Gao. All
0: oh, right. 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 That's Jessica Gao, and I'm Dan Harmon.
1: Yep. Okay. Now onto
0: the podcast. Um. So tonight we have we have some bases to hit.
1: Yes. First we're going to exonerate Dan a little bit. Um, which I
0: wasn't I didn't demand this part. These uh, the, 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 you, yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, um our intrepid producer Yusan, found an article uh, with some stats saying that um 80% of millennials prefer to not talk about race. Which
0: I would assume, look, before you even say it, I would, I would assume eighty percent of human beings would prefer not to talk about race or <laughs> politics or farming i, I like there 's there 's a lot of topics that aren 't going to really profit anybody at a party so depending on how that poll was taken i don 't consider that exoneration i i 'd like to stick with the narrative that i I babbled some bullshit that was like pretty typical of me where I categorize people and come to conclusions in order to vindicate myself and said like some weird tossed off statement that isn't able to be ever measured or backed. I was like, millennials don't like talking about, I'm glad that a bunch of people said that's not true. I
1: think we should just change it because I don't think it's that millennials don't want to talk about race. I think it's that white people don't want to talk about race of all ages. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: well where yeah, what conversation about race is going to end with a white person uh, getting a blue ribbon? <laughs> Or or a free haircut that, or a or a people, pair of pants.
1: White people out there, would that help you be more comfortable <laughs> talking about race if you knew you were gonna get maybe gonna get a blue ribbon at the end of it? Like it's if a, you did a
0: good job, it's not a bad idea. Like when we talk about gun control, and they talk about incentivizing programs where it's like, bring your gun, put it in this barrel, we'll give you a stamp for some free wheat, like whatever countries do. You know, like we'll give you a, a hot sticky scratch and sniff uh, cinnabon for your gun. I, I, like 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 yeah. What if talking about having one conversation with race? for 30 minutes will get you a yellow bead on your Weeblow badge. <laughs> um, for me, it profits me immensely because I walk around with all this fucking bullshit in my head and I I get to feel like a hero talking about this. If you have this conversation in an elevator, it's like, uh, uh, let's have a well-needed moment of silence for white people out there who can't talk about race because they can only lose. All they could really do... Oh, you're really committing to the silence.
1: No, no, I was just letting you finish. I like to see where these, like, Harmon riffs go. Big mistake. Never... (laughs) I know. I think I I need to start pinching all of these Harmon loves. Absolutely. Like, (laughs) I mean,
0: interrupt me as much or as little as you want but know that if it's as little I will literally talk for an hour
1: um okay so in the you know we've made a lot of lofty promises about being better at doing this podcast and being more structured so um, I'd like to declare that a Chinese promise <laughs> <laughs> Which on this podcast clearly means more than a white promise. <laughs> because oh. we're going to do it starting oh, now. Okay, okay. Sure, sure. Um, okay, so we are going to start with an actual topic this time. Um, a, a, a couple of people wrote in, and now uh, Yusan is going to read an email that's going to kick off our conversation.
0: Can I ask you a Chinese question about Yusan before he comes in? Yes. While, while he comes in.
1: A hurry, because yeah. he's walking towards the door. Do, so
0: he, he do you? So you don't pronounce the G?
1: Well, here's the thing. It's like I, I you son is your Chinese is it Song? Uh, Liu Song. Liu Yusong Yeah. Um you're like like you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, here's the thing. It doesn't really matter because you're going to be saying it wrong anyway. It's going to be an Americanized, Anglicized Well, way yeah, of well, when it. he
0: just said it like that, he sound you, sound you sound, you sound, God, I mean, let me be, this is my role, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. He, he yes. sounded like Jackie Chan. He sounded like a fucking rock star. <laughs> a rock so, star? Like, well, like a, like a, like a, like a international, like, cra- like, 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 like uh, he stopped sounding like the intern and that's just like when he mm. just said, he just, he just said his name and it's like, it's, it's, uh, it, it sends I,
1: shivers down your spine? I, I,
0: I, I I'll say this for white people, but I guess I'm speaking for myself. Like, I would just, like, we tend to parse languages, like, oh, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just strings of, like, phrases, and then there's, like, we know there's such a thing as dialect, but I think...
1: Well, the different, here's the thing about Mandarin is that there are tones in Mandarin, which you don't have in English. So even if something is phonetically spelled the same way, the tone that you're using changes completely the definition of the word. Like, for example, like the word for, the word for mother is ma, but if you have a tone that goes up, ma, that means numb, mm. ma means horse. Ma means like to yell at someone. Jesus. Yeah. But so it's the tones matter. So it's a very tonal language. And, um, and yeah, so-
0: they, but the thing that's dawning on me is because, um, it's not descended from ro- what do you call it? Ro- the Romantic uh, yeah. languages or it's whatever. It's not from like Latin. The romance languages. It, it, and so it's not Latin derivative. And so I think maybe European. Descended people, if they see that your name is Fling Wong Bong, is that racist? (laughs) Terrific. That they are. They assume. They go. Oh well, it's your name is already crazy. Because it, it means nothing. It doesn't like it doesn't mean flower. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't sound like anything in English. And so then to find out that no, I'm still Americanizing my name when I say yes. My name's Fling Wang Bong because I'm saying it the way an American would say the letters yes, Fling absolutely, Fling Wong
1: absolutely. Because like my last name, you know, it's I say Jessica Gao, but if you are pronouncing it as a Chinese person, it would be Gao. Hmm. And if you if you change your tone even slightly when you said that, it would mean something totally different. It would not be my last name anymore.
0: I mean, English has that too. Like if I go, "Are you going to wear that?" <laughs> Depending on my intonation, I might mean you're fucking like that dress. Is, right, is, is that, your, I, that top is gross.
1: Either you're you're just honestly <laughs> asking a question, or if you're throwing shade. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyways, welcome to the booth. Yo, you song?
1: (laughs) All right, all right, okay, all right,
0: fine, I tried. That could have gone either way. I thought you guys would be like, That was a joke try. No, it wasn't. It was a sincere try. I I thought maybe you guys would be like, that was fucking awesome, dude. like I would be like Dances with Wolves, and you'd be like, welcome.
1: Oh, God, don't don't get me started on Dances with Wolves. What, Um, a great story about... Oh,
0: white people are are totally ready and willing to give you how people, people a chance. How
1: white people are always better at a native person's thing than all native people. Yeah, it just
0: depends on where the money's at. Where's the heat, baby? <laughs> I came here to sweep up this this outpost, but if, if it's easier to feed a wolf this way, I'll go native. All right. Man, who's that white girl that you <laughs> had stowed
1: away in your teepee? All right, get you guys go read the news. All right, all right. All right. read the read the thing. Okay. Um, someone anonymously emailed in. Uh, Hi, I'm an Asian dude who lives in an Asian country. I've noticed that a lot of Asians who live in Asian countries don't care as much about racism towards Asian Americans since they live in a country where they're the majority and don't face the same alienation that Asian Americans do in the US. Could this be a contributing factor in how Hollywood cares so little about Asian representation, despite China being a par- big part of the worldwide box office? Also, how do you think this affects representation of other ethnicities in Hollywood. Thank you for your time. Pickle Rick is great. I watched the episode through legal means. I swear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. What a fascinating topic. I, I my, my my from the hip thought about that is that I never thought. I mean, obviously, let's take the the easiest example: African American. It's a if you're talking about black representation in in on on the screen. N- no one's ever mistaken that as like the continent of Africa calling out for representation in a in North American media it, it it's a melting pot thing it's like we're here in America and so race is a thing because we're all coming from other places th- and and therefore um the disproportionate representation of white people is it, it it's a talking point whereas of course in other countries
1: Yeah. You're not worried about it. People use... a lot of dumb people like to use this argument whenever issues of whitewashing in films, like lately it's been about Asian American representation like when Ghost in the Shell came out and um, uh, and also when uh, Doctor Strange and when uh, and also something that isn't whitewashing but more white savior complex like with Great Wall starring Matt Damon when things like this come up, a lot of dumb people like to make the argument of, um, well, you know, people in Japan didn't care, so why should you care like you should complain even less because I mean, that's actual a- Japanese person from Japan who are more Asian than you for some reason um, don't care so why should you care now you're just being whiny you know and uh, but it's stupid because if you're coming from if you're Japanese and f- in, in Japan or if you're Chinese in China like you live in a homogenous country it, I mean China there's all, all the stuff about ethnic minorities but I mean generally speaking like you know, you're coming from a homogenous country where there is a a race that is Chinese and you can look Chinese and it's not, A melting pot the way America is, like you said, like America, there isn't one way to look when you're American, despite a lot of popular belief amongst Nazi, neo-Nazis, but there isn't one way to look American. There isn't one look. There isn't one color to American. There is no, unless you're talking about Native Americans, but that's a whole other conversation, you know? Um, but in the United States of America, there isn't one race that is American. That is the beauty of America, which is that it is a country of, of immigrants who all came to this melting pot and America American can look anyway um and that's why it matters to Asian Americans and people of color in America and it doesn't matter to Asians in Asia because they're th- they're the dominant race in their country everybody looks like them and they're the ones in power in their own country versus it's different for an Asian-American. White washing is a very specific Asian-American issue because Asian-Americans in America have to deal with white people treating them as if they're not American, you right. know? like well,
0: That's where these hyphenates get problematic, Yeah, ironically. I think that, like, I, I'm 44, and, I, and this is a personal opinion. I don't think that this should be an agenda, but I, I've always been thrown by phrases like Asian American and African American. I don't know what else to do except say... I rarely use the phrase asian American or african american i i just it just bumps me, but it may be because I'm so old that I was actually present for us starting that practice, but it's it, it because it just like it's weird to me it actually distances people. It implies that an American isn't an American first that the race comes first, and that's the if there was a way to have the race come second <laughs> if there was american a Asian American Asian but that sounds awful too uh it 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 just doesn't that's the thing is that look i i i'm i'm a college dropout i don't have anything to back this up um there are so many smart people out there that have like they're so well versed in world history correct me if i'm wrong this is how i'm coming into this record booth feeling in spite of the fact that all we ever talk about is how um racist uh america is and how 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 how, how how much trouble we're having dealing with you know everyone in the fucking world coming together in one hotel lobby of a country um that it, it the reason why it sometimes may seem to you that um America is more hateful, more uh inhuman, is some of it has to do with the fact that we're an open book, that we are in an open experiment and a very young one. We're the first country to say, in theory anyway, everybody come in and you don't have to be born here to carry a card that says I'm American and that that is the absolute atomic level of the struggle we're having right now because the experiment was successful. So we therefore now have a bunch of people living together, working together who all look different, who you know, like like through the use of the internet are recognizing the entire planet as they're watching all of our movies. So of course, yeah, China loves Matt Damon. Of course they have no problem with whether or not you replace a Chinese actor with Matt Damon. You know what? Let them solve their own fucking problems. Like they got a lot of they I I I, I Watch animated gifs of Chinese people dropping through sinkholes while they're standing in a shopping mall. We do not want to, you know. I almost said orient ourselves. We do. <laughs> we do not want to. We don't want to pattern ourselves after their standards or any other countries. Frankly, I, 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 I really, honestly, I don't care. Like I, I don't care what fucking idyllic uh, civilization you think exists. I am the first person to loathe America. I thought th- we are the Las Vegas of the planet. It, it is legal to carry your booze out on the sidewalk. It's legal to rent a woman for an hour in Las Vegas. It's there is so much bad behaviors legalized in Las Vegas that if you want to see some of the worst behavior at midnight on the sidewalk, you go there. That's a little bit different from saying Las Vegas is the worst place in the world and that there's something wrong with the Las Vegas citizen. It's it's it's, it's I I I. I I say that with no qualification to say it. Like if Noam Chomsky were sitting here, he he might go like, "Yeah, but whatever." But I just I perceive other countries as it's 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 a non-starter for me. The idea of going well, Japan doesn't care. I'm like, fuck Japan. Well,
1: yeah, who that's, cares what they exactly, care about racially? Like, Everyone
0: there is Japanese. Exactly, Must be nice. It,
1: exactly, exactly. They don't have these. Well, speaking as someone who has a fine arts degree, I feel I'm very qualified to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Like, why? Why would this be an issue there? Like all of their movies have Japanese people in them because they're all Japanese in Japan, you know? So, like, of course it's, an, it's a non-issue. It's a, what do they give a shit like what some Hollywood movie uh, decided to have Scarlett Johansson in, in the starring role, you know? Like, who cares? And when Great Wall came out, like, Chinese people were like, yeah, like, this shows that we're, our movie it has so much clout and is being recognized so much that a huge A-list Hollywood star is in it. Like, that's a great thing. You know, the reason those two movies bombed is because they're bad movies and not because they were uh, I'm saying this like overseas, like they bombed because they're bad movies. I mean, here, I think they bombed because A, they were bad movies, but B, also because uh, I mean, I think a significant portion of people were turned off by the fact by the whitewashing. Um, but it's just such a it's just such a terrible nonsensical argument to say like well the people in Asia don't care because well you kind of got
0: to ask yourself I mean I think a the theme that's emerged in the uh, in this podcast before is like I, I find myself asking like uh, who cares about the logic of your argument I, I why are you arguing like I I I want I want to like. Check myself before I start to have an argument. Where like, if I feel like I get stimulated, and I go like, "Well, a word for the other." However, I I I, I want to stop and go like, "Well, what what's the best case scenario of this argument? Why why don't I do I have some kind of like dog in this race? The, wh- what do I? And I, I, when I watch on Twitter people talking, it's like you want to just say to people sometimes, it's like, "What's the best case scenario here? Are You going to prove this black lady wrong that the black black people have it worse like." Yeah. Like Like, like, like wait, wait So, so then, is your your goal then is to make her stop noticing inequality? Your yeah. Goal, and get back to how it was. Like, I know. Just st- I, I, I that, that that's the weird thing to me is like, wait a minute, aren't we like in America? Aren't we? Aren't we supposed to be engaged in an experiment that doesn't acknowledge the, how the rest of the world is run because we're like a brand new country that said let's all live together. A lot of people would if, if we don't we don't seem to have a lot of racist listeners but I feel like if we did <laughs> they would be writing in and go no it's about you know that and that, and that that's the thing that's what we're rubbing up against in the streets of Charlottesville. It's like there are people who believe that because when we started the country we looked like me thank you <laughs> um but with like a powdered wig on and a little less polish probably um but uh that 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 means we're a white country and that the rules never change and all that stuff it's like the i uh, mean uh, whatever well, I don't know. We went down a weird alley there. I, 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 I never knew that people were using that as an argument. Like, well, the Japanese people don't care. Oh,
1: totally. If, if Carla totally. Johansson, is, of course they
0: don't. I, I could get more. Yeah. I would reveal myself to be more racist or whatever the word would be. More like, um, uh, uh, I don't know. Like, what's the what's the something centric? Like, I, I don't know. America, uh, Euro- Eurocentric. Eurocentric. If I were to say, yeah, I'm sure the Japanese loves Carla Johansson. Yeah, like
1: <laughs> what? Sure. What are they? care well, about like love. yeah but also what do they care about race relations in America a country that they don't live in and maybe have never been to like what do they give a shit what our racial issues are you and know I do
0: remember hearing stuff like 20 years ago where and I'm sure this has changed I do but uh, you know the idea that in, it's in Asian cultures they have Sylvester Stallone come in and do a beer commercial because actually to them America is more of a clown <laughs> That, that 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 it's actually that God, this is I, <laughs> honestly, it's like I put it. What, put, can what I, road can, are can, you going down can now? We a, can we have a shorthand where I just go into the craziest like like nineteen eighties <laughs> like racist shit that's in my head that I'm re- like, All right like eighties racism alert. Like 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 that it's dishonorable for the, like a Japanese <laughs> oh, actor to be in a beer commercial, so it's like bring in the round eye celebrity that's that like,
1: I don't know anything about but I would assume it's just that it's cr- because uh, Hollywood dominates still to this day, it dominates like world entertainment, like that it is it is a get to have a huge A-list star. I mean, I feel like... My
0: research on that last thing comes from Dick Clark and Ed McMahon had a show called uh, The World's Greatest Bloopers and Practical <laughs> Jokes and Foreign Commercials. And they, <laughs> they introduced a montage of foreign commercials and said something like, Japanese people find it dishonorable uh, to be in a beer commercial. Really? That's where Harrison Ford comes in. Let's watch this clip of American celebrities in all oh, so effective commercials.
1: So basically some like white intern from 1986 wrote this
0: copy and you were like, that's research. And thank God we have this podcast so I can confront this stuff. It would have sat in my mental <laughs> attic like a tarantula.
1: <laughs> okay, so let's talk about something positive. Because yes. I feel like we, you know, talk about how people are constantly doing the wrong thing. Um, I saw Thor Ragnarok um, and you didn't. Nope, won't see it. Which, what?! Uh Disney won't uh
0: let me watch it because I wrote a piece about their relationship with Anaheim. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> I'm 44. Out.
0: I'm waiting for it on iTunes. I'm 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 working with Taika on his next movie. He's tired of doing this indie bullshit for Marvel <laughs> and he's going to come animate something about Michael Jackson's ship for my studio. And I ha- I just had lunch with him today and was like Tried to fake my way through lunch and was like, I liked it when he threw the hammer.
1: Oh, man. You tried to pretend? No, I didn't really. Um, Well, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun and funny. Um, But one thing that really affected me watching it was every single crowd scene, there was... Tons of people of color, and it's such a small thing to do, but it meant so much to someone like me, and it's something I noticed. Every single crowd scene, it was a mixture of white people and people of color, and people of all colors, too, by the way, and it was just so wonderful, and And I think that that's the difference, that's the sensitivity and consideration that you get with a director who isn't 100% a white dude, and... Um, and cuz he, he's
0: kind of tribal
1: cuz he's from New Zealand. Well, he's half Maori. Yeah. And um and, and you know and also like he had like indigenous people like shadow him while he was um, directing and he was very respectful of any time they were on like land that was uh that was tribal land. But um but also you see it in like in the casting too because he cast Tessa Thompson um as Va- the Valkyrie and you better believe a lot of uh, white supremacists had something to say about that because their precious, you know, Norwegian, you know, Norse (laughs) goddess um, warrior queen (laughs) is now a woman of color. Um, But I, uh, I thought she was awesome. You know, she was super rad. And there's no, I think that one of the problems that people come up, run up to is that when you're dealing with source material that was written in like the 40s, 50s, 60s, um, when it was all white dudes writing and creating comics um, and using a lot of like, I mean, you came, uh, you, I'm sure they hit up uh, uh, against this and Doctor Strange too, like the whole uh, using racial stereotypes and Asian mysticism or using source material that's like Norse myth- mythology, um, if the source material dictates certain kinds of uh, racial boundaries like how beholden are you to it and a lot of people feel like you know get really up in arms if you replace uh, a person of color you know into something that was supposed to be white and it's like and their argument is like hey the source material says that it's all white so we have to honor the source material
0: and it's easy enough when you look at okay we're gonna make the Fantastic Four movie and it's easy enough to say Well, uh, Reed Richards ain't going to be black. Let's take that off the table until 2030. Um, uh, Therefore, now who do we look at, etc.? You probably end up settling on Ben Grimm or maybe someone get uncomfortable. The guy that turns out to be made of rock... It's easy enough to vilify um, kind of white purity in source material when it simply starts and ends with like, oh, everyone was white in the comic book. And you can then say, yeah, because it was written in the 40s. And why would there be a random black dude and mug the fantastic Four? So now let's let's revisit that. And uh, through a multicultural lens, it's uh, it's it gets more interesting sometimes when. There's cultural connotations. And it's and it gets and the phone cord gets even more twisted when you have characters like Luke Cage and Black Panther, mm-hmm. and things that are like clearly they're born from previous woke excavations. Okay. We need a black superhero. So then you go, like, oh, do you you don't like you don't get rid of these characters in honor of oh well we're starting to think about making Peter Parker biracial, so Goodbye, Luke Cage. You're a racist now. You know, like, 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 it's, it's, and, and I, I, in honor of my promise to speak for myself and my own experiences, this is why I want to bring up something that I put a pin in in a previous episode. When I wrote the community pilot, I, I, I kept the whole script race neutral, except there was one character named Abed. It's based on my friend Abed. My friend Abed is half Palestinian, Arabic, and half, um, uh, I don't know, Caucasoid of some nature. Um, uh, the we I I I wrote it thinking maybe my friend Abed would play the part. I also just in abs- you know in lieu of that, like anybody would. But it was imp- while I was writing the pilot, I th- thought it was really important that this character was specifically half Palestinian, um, half white. That his dad was not marketably brown. And his mom was white. And I, I thought at the time, as it turns out, it didn't end up mattering very much at all. Abed just became his own thing, and he could have been a race-neutral character. But in the very beginning of the of the first couple episodes, to me, uh, it was important to Abed's character that he... Um, that, that, was the, the, that the reality of my friend Abed, it was like, that was the important thing. So we when we cast the Abed character, unlike all the other characters who we'd have, like, Latina Wednesdays and Black Thursdays, and, like, we were just, like, trying to, like diversify, simulate randomness, and simulate diversity by casting a giant wide net on all these characters. Abed was the exception. We didn't see Latino Abeds. We didn't see white Abeds. We, Abed was half Palestinian in the script. I think I even described him as such. Half Arabic or half Palestinian, half uh, something. Um, and Danny Pudi walks in. Danny Pudi, the actor, is half um Indian, half Polish. Um so he's brown, so he was at the audition. It was all brown men we were seeing. And Danny Pooty fucking blew the roof. It didn't matter. As with everybody that made that cast, it was just like Danny Pudi came in and just, just it was like, well, I'm casting the star in this role, not the So then I I didn't what I didn't do is go through the script and change the character of Abed to half indian half uh uh white and make his father who was in the first couple episodes there's a storyline where his father played by Iqbal Theba um hope i got that name right the his uh, um uh, glee like uh, amazing dude like um his his father's very clearly arabic and like it's like the the story is is it's not so much about him being arabic but to me, it was because it was supposed to be like Britta gets herself into a situation where it 's not that it, it 's not packageable and it 's not sweet and soft and easy it 's like all of a sudden you 've got a you 've got an Arabic dude yelling at you, and that there were like jokes about that that was part of his character that his there 's an illusion that Abed makes that his dad um lost his um uh his falafel business like uh uh, uh, started tanking after 2001 and then adds 9 11 was kind of the 9 11 for falafel, the falafel industry. This, uh, these are jokes that I would have, you know, arguably washed out if, uh, was like, 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 if it's, it's like, I was like, this is a, this was a ton, it was like it was like, I want, I want representation, maybe not, we didn't get representation with the actor, but we got representation of the idea that, like, well, if we're gonna if, if we're in danger of any phobia it's middle eastern phobia it's the idea that if you're descended from 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 this region that that you you're somehow uh, uh uh the other and that and that making our most adorable character the smartest guy and all that stuff is like the norman lear part of me was like don't change that and so, and so, but then, of course, and for really good reason, then you have people tweeting as they're watching the thing, like, and this br- really broke my heart, because this is not how it happened, but I understand, like, like, like pe- the, what really broke my heart is people, Arabic people saying, um, oh, so your character... Is half Arabic, half white, but you cast a half Indian, half white guy. What's the matter? Do, are our features not uh, Anglo enough for you? Do you? Are, are, is this? Is the skin not caramel enough? Are our eyebrows not? Uh, I was like, "Fuck, dude, that is the uh, like, th- that is such a bummer." Because if Dan Harmon was born Arabic, I'd be f- saying the same shit and i'm like i'm like so you talk yeah
1: i i think that there is uh this kind of uh dichotomy um in uh, in terms of like when show creators especially uh white show creators like are trying to be inclusive there's there's two things here like one is should you just create race neutral characters for the sake of having diversity you know is it enough to have characters that are three-dimensional people and they just happen to be whatever race like is that the way to go about it or is it that uh, you have you create characters that are specific race because their race feeds into the story and because what your race is is kind of a Inseparable part of who you are, and it's your very being, um, and it affects how you uh, walk through the world and how you operate in the world and how the world responds to you. Um, do you have, you know, shouldn't the character, um, and some of their storylines address their race or be a direct result of their race? And I think these are like two kind of different ways of dealing with, uh, diversity on shows, you know, and I don't think there's like a right or wrong way, and I don't think it should be one or the other. Because, like, if I were to create a show um, that was about Asian Americans, like, I obviously would want there to be, you know, in the way that, like, Atlanta or Insecure, even though there's, like, universal themes, like, they're so specific sometimes about Black issues, you know? And I and I would want a show that I made about Asian Americans to have those kind of very specific things that you normally wouldn't see. Like, if Dan Harmon made a show about Asian Americans, there are things he wouldn't know about that he wouldn't know to address and jokes he wouldn't know to make that only I or another Asian person could make, you know? And on the other hand, or is it just better to have everything be race-neutral? and ca- Like, you hear stories about... um I think you see a lot of times on TV shows where an Asian actor is playing a character, but the character has a very white last name, and then you inevitably hear, like, oh, well, it was written to be white, but this actor, like, blew everybody out of the water, so then they had them there, but then they didn't change the name. Like Troy Barnes. Uh Tro-
0: community. That's Donald Glover's character. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, I know. Right. But, well, I didn't realize Barnes was an exclusively white last name.
0: Well, I, well, I guess what I'm saying is, yeah. what I'm confessing to you is, even though we, try, we were we're taking a race neutral casting perspective. It's like the one character that I actually didn't perceive as being up for, uh, uh, diversity. Uh, I I, I always pictured Troy was going to be Woody from cheers that he was going to be white. He was going to be a corn fed, like, like uh, a Montana boy. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. But like,
1: but, but you know, like on, on lost, I can't remember the actor name, but the, the Asian guy, like he had like a totally white last name and it was just because, you know, they wrote this character and then they cast him. Uh, um, and so, in a sense, you could argue, like, oh, isn't it so wonderful that, like, this is just a human being that you can put any any color on, and they're still a human being, and they're still three-dimensional and have personality, but on the other hand, like... I think that you are still missing something when that person's race isn't addressed because, like, being Chinese is part of who I am. Like, there's no part of me that isn't Chinese, you know? And it means that the way I walk into this world and the way I experience the world and the world, the, the way the world experiences me and treats me, like, is all tied to that. Like, it, the world doesn't see me as race neutral.
0: It kind of feels like there's three, what do you call them on a fork, tines? There's, yes, there's tines. There's three prongs on this, Trident, as there should be. <laughs> if there were two, uh, it'd be one of those medieval things you used to poke chicken. Um, it, it, there's three. If I could try to identify them, and the, and the problem is that they they totally like their roads like run into each other with no stop signs, and actually, in some cases, cause totally conflictory um, collisions because um, it it that the one of the roads that we immediately started talking about the titular conversation was i wanted an, it would be nice if an asian actor could get a job mm-hmm. acting now, separating that from my mom gives two fucks, like, who gets a job and who doesn't in Hollywood, but then separate from that, but very closely related, especially if it's not animation but is live action, is representation, which is the uh, what I would, let's call it the Whoopi Goldberg effect. Whoopi Goldberg has a childhood story of seeing... Um, uhura on star trek and running and telling her mom oh my god there's a black woman on tv and she's not the maid um that that that's the the norman lear thing where it's like um look there's people on tv and since tv makes people important and normal um, let's see more faces that are reflective of reality so that peep, there, aren't, there isn't a dif- disenfranchised part of the audience. Then there's this third thing, which I think is where uh, the Abbott example, it, start, it that, that that's the road that I'm on that collides with the other two roads, where there's narrative importance. Um, looking at it through today's lens – even though I wouldn't have had this word power back then, I might have said back then, yeah, but I'm tr- I'm hoping to address Islamophobia with this character. So the actor that stole the show, even though Kamel Nanjiani auditioned for Abed and did it very well, the guy that walked away with it and said, everyone wants to look at me. I'm amazing. I'm going to do so good at playing this guy with currently undiagnosed Asperger's like he's. He's olive-complected. And I didn't at that time get gun-shy and go, okay, I better quickly, in retrospect, it wouldn't have changed anything. But at the time, I was like, yeah, but I want to do, I want to, I want to, I want to have one of the members of this study group represent the unrepresented, the geopolitically, not racially, the, the child of the American dream where it butts up against, yeah, but don't you guys blow up buildings. Uh, and sitting him at the same table as the supposedly liberal white guy—that's a millionaire—that's coming for the best of narrative intentions. I wanted to keep that character Arabic in descent, and so that's the third tine on that fork. And now I think it's 2017, and if I was right, the community pilot now, I'd go well. There's, there's just no way. You know, it's like, there's got to be a million technically Arabic actors that are also adorable and amazing and blah, blah, blah. Or I would go, you know what? How many fucking... Islamophobic addressing (laughs) stories are you going to tell Dan Harmon the answer is two in season one and then you're going to go into paintball but you know like you're going to be making Star Wars jokes and that is where your strength will lie because Dan Harmon you care about Back to the Future and you care about Star Wars and you care about pop culture and you care about yourself and so you embody Joel McHale and the rest of the people embody whoever the actors turn out to embody and, and in hindsight never should have gone there because it didn't end up actually being a show about that Anyways, those are the three the prongs, time. though. I think it's important to recognize that there are three prongs on the same fork that they run parallel to each other. And they when they intersect, it, it beca- the fork becomes very, very... Non forky. It becomes very hard to eat with it.
1: Yeah, they're they're all trying to more or less achieve a similar goal.
0: The minute that you change Doctor Wong, yeah, to Doctor Johnson, because
1: Susan Sarandon, Susan
0: Sarandon's going to play her. Now, wait a minute.
1: Yeah, somebody wrote in and said, well, why can't Dr. Wong just be a white woman who married an Asian dude? But here's the thing. She's drawn Asian.
0: Well, we put glasses on her. Now, I remember Which Justin Which is the universal saying,
1: sign of an East Asian woman. <laughs> no,
0: not fair. But but what, what what it is is a universal, amazing, genius way. And I have no idea. I, I wasn't prepared for those conversations. Mm-hmm. I remember Justin saying at one time, like, just... Kind of I, you know, going like, yeah, but it's 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 funny. It's, yeah, but it's like, well, it's, I I would say I would agree to him, I agree with him up until the point where it's only a name that makes it theoretically Asian because that's what fucks with people. It trolls them. Another example of that being when I did the Sarah Silverman show with Sarah, and we we decided that Brian Posehn and Steve Agee would be her neighbors, and they'd be like an Ernie and Bert to her. Living as roommates. And we 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 made a decision back then, and this might offend people through a modern lens. I haven't talked about this in a while. But back then, the decision was, let's make them gay. Um, but let's never... Let's only just say that they're gay in name because there's a meta joke there where... All it takes for a gay couple to be gay on TV is to say that they're gay because TV already has a rule where you can't show people fucking and don't want to watch them fucking. Um, And so let's just ignore the fact that they're gay. Let's just write them as if they're two dirtball roommates that play video games and live next door to Sarah. And let's just, con- just ev- let's just identify them as gay, and it'll be a meta uh, media masterpiece. And it either backfired or was genius because I remember seeing like Advocate magazine articles going, "Finally, a gay couple that is." is- Representative, you know, is that like, like, yeah. like, well, I these thought, guys aren't swishing around. Yes, and- I, when
1: I watched that show, I thought that the reason was that it was to have a gay couple who weren't the typical flamboyant, right? Like, super fey, like, gay that you see on TV. That you're like, gay men can be normal dudes who just, who aren't, over, like, super flamboyant and loud and, like, and big and... Um, that was sort of half our point. Right. And, that I, they you know, some gay men are just regular dudes who like to play video games and don't dress well and are kind of slobs, you know? Like, gay men come in all shapes and sizes and outfits, too. Yeah.
0: And if they don't, they better start or assimilation <laughs> will never happen, you know? Like, <laughs> like, if you want a kid to watch TV and go, it's okay if I'm gay... Maybe 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 make a couple of them sloppy because I'm sure they exist. You know, don't always make them will and Grace <laughs> right, twirling there, into the room. Right, like a there tornado. isn't only
1: one kind of gay man.
0: Um, and yeah, and it 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 it. Uh, God, well I'm babbling about that, but it's like it it sometimes. Uh, There's there's narrative points to make, and then there's representational points, and then there's like this labor force thing where, like, oh, you took a job from someone, and those they all intersect. If you had given if you just cast a no name uh, Asian woman as Ghost in the Shell, Mm -hmm. then to your point, it's like, look, you ended up making box office poison anyway. Yes, you might as well have cast. Yosham Shum Nu uh, who no one's ever heard of and then everyone because you would cast a wide net gee I wonder if you could find an Asian woman who looks good as a CG naked body diving off a skyscraper <laughs> pretty sure you could and then make all these Asian fetishists who usually go hand in hand with the first guys to go I think Scarlett Johansson is fine like uh, show them how much Yosham Shum Nu looks good like can and we start make a running a star. list
1: can we start a running list of, of all of fi- fictional Asian names Names that Dan has come up with.
0: <laughs> uh, anyways, well, well, yeah, where were we? Did I get too drunk and I'm ruining an episode?
1: <coughs> Still have a cough. I, at some point, I'm going to have to go to a doctor.
0: Oh man, this yeah, is terrible. You, you, is it Asian flu? Is that, <coughs> is yeah, that racist bir- to ask?
1: Yeah, it's bird flu. Is that what you are suggesting? Oh no, it's
0: a, there's not just Asian flu. There's just just a pan Asian flu. Yeah. <laughs> I just make. Well, I'm glad
1: to hear the answers. No. <laughs> there's no such thing the answer is no Um, I think I'm just old now Um, I think well yeah no you have been sick for a couple weeks you should go to the doctor a month over a month now I have this lingering cough well what do you think it is I think I have the consumption (laughs) (laughs) I'm very upset that Starburns does not have enough fainting couches for me I can't make it from here to the door without fainting no you gotta go to the you gotta go to the doctor um, Alright My doctor is Chinese So I trust her Wow She's a Chinese woman I can only see Medical professionals That look like me <laughs> Or else I don't trust them Well when's the uh, why, why did you bring that up When I said You gotta go to the doctor Oh just because My, my doctor happens To be an Asian woman Right,
0: but the, which? Is, you, can I guess she we only are, see you on a I, full moon. I guess. I
1: guess this podcast is slowly turning me racist. <laughs> you are. That's exactly my point.
0: Because I'm like, you gotta see a doctor. Well, my doctor's a Chinese woman. I'm like,
1: all right, Jessica, that's well, fine. No, my po- my <laughs> joke was that she's a Chinese woman, so I trust her more. <laughs> uh,
0: it's, it's it's if you were yeah, it sounded like you were saying, well, I want I want to get some needles stuck in me. That's not gonna kill my cold. No, give my me point a, give was Z pack. My
1: my hilarious joke that definitely landed was. Was that I trust her more because she's a Chinese woman? All right. um, but on the on the you know on the repping your side, my gynecologist is a white man and he's wonderful. Really? Now I'm really over-shary. Oh, yeah, no,
0: that's a thing with gynecologists. Like, women aren't that scared that it's dudes that are...
1: No, I, I have a lot of female friends who won't see a male gynecologist, but I don't care. And I, I've i seen male and female, and the guy that I currently go to is, like, the most awesome dude in the entire world. But there are also females who won't see a female, right? That I don't
0: know. Oh. I, I haven't heard that before. Okay. Yeah. So these male gyne- gynecologists, they're just rolling the dice. and just, out. Just, No, no, I, I, I thought that might be a thing because I, and I don't know what the. What would the reasoning be? I don't know. Oh. I mean, I don't like. Yeah, it, uh, it, and I think, look, I <laughs> there's not a par there's not a parallel because guys have this like utter hanging down, and it I from my perception, anecdotally, it doesn't require as much maintenance. Like, like, like urology is not something that you go in. As often for, but I have heard guys say I would never go to a male, and I've also heard guys say I would never go to a female for urology for people who are going to touch your nuts and your dick. Right. And I think that I've, I thought, I imagined maybe that women. Do you
1: have such a policy? Uh, yeah. Well, I. I mean this I has think nothing rather, to do
0: with I'd, race or I'd writing. rather I'd would I'd, I'd, if I if if all other things were equal and and the only thing I had to choose was gender I guess I'd go with a guy for all all of it any of it. Yeah. Because I just I, I it's because I'm a beta male and I'm air to women, and I don't want. I just feel more vulnerable. I I rather I, a guy just like touch my nuts and my <laughs> dick, and like I'm like he's seen a million, and also he doesn't care about mine. <laughs> right. I'd be scared that the woman was like would
1: later like at a cocktail party be like, <sighs> yeah. "Yes, who's uh, disgusting balls I touch today?"
0: Yeah, I, I, and that's that's sexist, but whatever. But that's <laughs> it, but that's it, that mental <laughs> but that's exercise. That's your fear. Is that's like, your fear. Like, you know, I
1: think it's fair to have a fear. Like I don't think that's sexist to have a. This is these are your issues, not. You know, <clears throat> not issues of the women themselves, we, but an issue
0: that you. We have. didn't expect this episode to to go into. We've covered a lot of ground. Planets. We've
1: gotten really deep.
0: Um, I wanted to ask you. Okay, so when we met Yusan on the air, mm-hmm. Yo Yusan. Oh man, uh, Yu-S- I edit it out. Yusan. <laughs> san you song it's not not gonna help it's It's not gonna help if i get it right only making you sound worse yeah well fine (laughs) i'm brave then (laughs) uh like 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 we we need to look at racism as as being like uh being gay or another race where, uh, where I'm brave for, oh, for coming out.
1: For coming out as racist.
0: <laughs> I'm racist. Listen to this. You son Hey you, you're so brave. Okay, but
1: <laughs> but by that logic, the like Charlottesville rally was a pride parade. Right. Well, it was. And it was just a <laughs> that, not, right, not a fair. marketable one. Fair. It was a it was a bad pride yeah, parade. Badly
0: timed. Uh anyways, the um I when you we met him yes. as listeners. Uh huh. You didn't know, you guessed he was Korean, and and then you found out he was Chinese. So can I just say, on behalf of all the white listeners, uh (laughs) aha.
1: Well, I guessed it because of his name, because his name is very Korean-sounding, because uh, Korean and Chinese share a lot of words, um, and a lot of uh, surnames, so... uh, Yeah,
0: the important thing being that you, because he had a name that you could mistake yeah, it's uh, the important thing being you looked at his face.
1: <laughs> That's not true. I said based I specifically said based on your name. I'm guessing. Korean. you saw his face, you're not blind. no, but i I guess based on his name. I didn't make a guess based on his face. <laughs> oh wait yeah I'm
0: trying to make the argument that you're racist because you thought you thought he could be anything which is like a, <laughs> yeah you're I think but you actually did, I'm revealing more racism because yeah. I'm like yeah but you looked at you tell him me he didn't look at his face <laughs> and see his cheekbones I, I but the, well this is the thing I wanted to talk because I think this is a white doofus question that like I I I just I, people are afraid to ask like do Asian people like 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 what, when I was in sixth grade in the 80s we had a thing where we'd say Chinese Japanese Japanese dirty knees. Look at these. Yeah. <laughs> like that? that I've heard like, that. What, that. There's like, and then there's propaganda posters in the forties of like, know your enemy because Chinese people are on your side yeah. and they have round infantile faces and they're like, they look happy and wise. And then there's the sneering, inscrutable Japanese fascist enemy. All of this stuff is based on agenda. And then there's anthropology involved in all this stuff. Can an Asian person, uh, uh, just looking across a room six feet away, like how how different. Uh...
1: Not all the time, but I, certain some people have very like textbook features of like a certain um, race um and sometimes people have kind of more ambiguous features so it's not all the time but generally speak generally speaking yeah like i get mistaken for korean a lot um because like the
0: equivalent of of two white guys and like well like i have a friend who everyone thought was italian and turned out to be lebanese Right. Like, like.
1: Sure. It's, yeah, it's kind of like there are certain people where you're like, okay, that guy could not look more Italian if he tried, or right. that guy could not look more German than he tried. And then, but it's that doesn't mean like you can identify every single German as German. Right.
0: Which is why, which is what we mean when we say race is an artificial construct, because if Lebanese can look Italian, I mean, go fuck yourself. Yeah.
1: And also, like, nobody knows who anybody's, like, actual lineage is, you know? Like, they say, I mean, there's been that whole... uh, Snopes get on this, but they say, like, Genghis Khan was such yeah. a prolific rapist that, like, <laughs> 10% of Chinese people can trace some sort of relationship. And Pat
0: Oswalt, according to his comedy special. <laughs> Pat- and then, honestly, I looked at Patton and I was like, oh, I see it now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, you know, like, nobody knows what their actual lineage is, like, you know, but I'm pretty sure almost everybody's lineage probably had some form of, like, uh, some sort of colonialist uh, rape in it. All right. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There's your sound. There's your poll quote.
0: Sometimes, well, because white people, me this white person uh-huh. at 44 i could i could name you a couple of anecdotal experiences where i felt so fucking awful because i mistook a black person for another black person like i i fucked up like i was working the service industry and i was like oh here's the Here's the keys to your car. That's the other guy and then that phrase that you dread as a white person I'm like, yeah, we all look alike and it's like you're like F- I fuck fuck I fucked up. <laughs>
1: Well, don't you have facial blindness?
0: I do, but like that means nothing to anybody. Yes, That's like true. saying First Amendment now. Yeah. Like <laughs> everyone knows. Like I think Mitch Hurwitz made a joke about it and arrested. It's just like the idea of claiming facial blindness. It's like, do you really have it, or I is it truly just? Truly okay.
1: do I swear to God. Uh, it's, uh, I I will. I I, I would like, believe it more if like the first. Two months that I work for you, you called me like Justin or something. <laughs> then I no, well that's
0: it. that's the thing about my uh, facial blindness. That's the thing is it does make you technically racist because guess what? If you're th- like there's something about face blindness it's like. It's like I go by hair color, Mm -hmm. eyebrows, eyebrow position, shape, stature, voice. Like there, I took a test online where it's like test if you're face blind. Of like, I don't even know what they're testing because I'm face blind. And it was like just these faces that didn't have eyebrows or anything on them, and they were just changing them subtly. And I was the empirical data was like, yeah, you're not as good at detecting a fucking human face, I said, like telling it from another face. So the the if, if you have that, and everyone does, it's a spectrum. Um, some people are super sharp at it, just like some people are really good at opening a wine bottle, and some people are really good at remembering your name. Um, it, it, like, I am so far down on the ability to recognize people's faces that the truth <laughs> fucking truth is if you have the same complexion and the same uh hair color which for a lot you know it's like okay you have black hair uh you have you know it's like like like, like i i'm at a disadvantage which is a, right which is also simultaneously a symptom of racism but, which fucking so, sucks which
1: means that i wasn't at a was at an advantage because I was the only Asian person around. Yeah, so you always, there's Jessica you always until the UPS me. girl
0: <laughs> shows up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you always knew it was me.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, man, I've been at but, and by the way, just to be clear, to seal this home, like, guess what? Uh, white chubby dudes with beards. <laughs> And Seth Rogen's complexion and baseball hats and glasses, at that point, you become a race. <laughs> um, and that's all editors that work in uh, <laughs> television. And so I, like, I have, like, it's like the th- white guys who happen to have a type prop wise. Oh, that guy's <laughs> always at the baseball cap and he's like five foot eight and he has the beard and the sweater. Like, oh, I have a million stories. Uh, hey, Glenn, I'm Gary. <laughs> and like same feeling of like oh but in that case you feel aloof you feel like a prick you feel like a brat. Right, you're boss.
1: just a Hollywood douchebag if at that, that in point in addition
0: to that that person is Japanese or something you're like fuck and I'm racist mm-hmm. like, like if that person thinks I'm racist how would I ever explain to them
1: just anyway, always wear a t-shirt that says I'm face blind
0: I, I heard an NPR thing that, that inspired me to like come out and just start saying I'm fucking like uh, there's a guy Has it so bad, prosopagnosia, that like he literally wears a fucking sign around his neck. Yeah. And like his wife like is like you know handles him like a blind person and says he doesn't he can't recognize faces blah blah blah.
1: I think that was one of the first things that uh was like that was one of the first tidbits of information someone told me about you when I first started working on the show that you had face blindness. And I remember thinking about that when I I ran into you at Comic-Con that year uh, on the street and a, a part of me thought is he going to not recognize me? Because because he has Facebook and this is out of context because mm-hmm. obviously at Rick and Morty you're going to know who I am but like out of context like that happens to me sometimes where I see somebody and they look familiar but out of context I can't place who they are um, and I for a split second I thought about that but you recognize me.
0: I, yeah but yeah, but and if there was more representation in Hollywood it would start to become a problem. Yeah.
1: All right so maybe I should work <laughs> against Asian American representation for the, the sole goal purpose is to have
0: me think you're exceptional. <laughs> for the no.
1: sole purpose of you always recognizing me. All right what did we accomplish. I mean, we talked about a lot this episode.
0: We talked about the we talked about the the Chinese people don't care about whitewashing. It's like I I the de I, I just never but you know
1: but that's the thing is a lot of people don't think that's de doy like a lot of people were using that as a de doy argument right so i would say else. to those
0: people like like look okay i'm not i'm not judging you uh, if if you feel sh- if you feel su- a sudden tinge of shame realizing that de doy i'm like okay i get it like i've had a bunch of de doy's slam me in the face but if you really think about it that's a fundamentally racist concept because what it presupposes is that is that we are linked more by race than we are nationality, and America makes people American, and that's why we talk about representation in this country. And if to point to other parts of the world and say they don't seem to care is is fundamentally silly.
1: Yeah. So once again, I guess we can end another episode by saying you're racist to everybody. <laughs>
0: Everybody's racist. Uh-huh. Millennials aren't more racist than anybody. Millennials are just as racist. They also love talking about race. That's
1: why we're here. Um, and once again, uh, per usual, we promise to be more organized and eventually have guests. And
0: eventually have guests. Here's some off the top of my head. Should
1: we name some? Uh, I mean, if you want, go ahead. Kamel. Uh, yes we definitely should have Kumail uh, Steven Young, Young. Uh, yes I would love to have him on Steven Young oh uh, Oh, God great damn. we just right, lost right, him right, he's right, never right. gonna come on because of that God damn it you ruined it I met him at the Okja premiere I think he's well he, he hates you he told me he texted shut me shut up it. <laughs> 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 we all as Asians in Hollywood text each other about you I,
0: okay, yeah, and uh, and and uh, and and uh, uh, we'll bring in Elizabeth Olsen uh, because white people's issues need to be heard too.
1: Oh boy! All right, I'm kidding. Um, and Max Landis, of course. Right. We can't go through an episode without mentioning him.
0: No, I don't know. If you're brown and you're out there, we're coming for you.
1: Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Whiting wands
0: brought to you by Snickers. Did someone say race? Cal and gone. McDonald's and Calgon, you deserve a racist break today. Guests of wedding wags stay at the beautiful. <laughs> 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 it's a good show.